All right, let's take our Bibles tonight to Luke 17. Luke 17 this evening. We'll be talking about faith. That's kind of, I believe, I believe helped on my unbelief part two, uh, I guess, would be uh, what we're preaching tonight. And these are all scripture references that I had attached to my message this morning. Uh, that we really didn't have time uh, to get into, but we'll take a look uh, at uh, a portion of Luke 17 uh, just to illustrate uh, the need for increased faith. Uh, and it has to do here with, uh, with the area of forgiveness. Uh, to err is human, to forgive is out of the question uh, for most people. Uh, and, uh, and you think it's hard uh, to forgive. Uh, the disciples themselves thought it was hard. Uh, also to forgive uh, and ask God uh, to, to help them. It's like they know um, Jesus had taught them, for example, on the Sermon on the Mount and other, other times, uh, to forgive. Uh, not the Lord's Prayer, but the model prayer uh, were to, to forgive others their trespasses. And, uh, and uh, so we know that forgiveness is a virtue that we should develop uh, in our life. Uh, and, uh, but oftentimes it's difficult. So begin reading uh, in Luke chapter number 17 and verse number 1. Then said he unto the disciples, It is impossible that offenses will come. Uh, it is impossible but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom they come. Uh, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, uh, and, he cast, and he cast into the sea, than that he should offend one of these little ones. Take heed to yourselves, if thy brother trespass against thee, rebuke him, and if he repent, forgive him. And if he trespass against thee seven times in a day, and seven times in a day turn again to thee, saying, I repent, uh, thou shalt forgive him. So Jesus given them to instruct, uh, instructions to forgive. Notice their response. It says, and the apostles said unto him, Lord, increase our faith. Uh, and, uh, and the Lord said, if, if ye had faith as a grain of mustard seed, we heard that before, ye might say unto this, sea, unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up by the root, and be thou planted in the sea, and it, and it should obey you. And he goes on to give them more instruction kind of related to it, and then some extra stuff as well. Uh, but he's, uh, he gives them, says, all right, you need to forgive people, uh, and, and they know that. Uh, and they have faith, but uh, with that challenge, has God increase our faith? I mentioned this morning uh, that the faith that we have, it's given to us uh, by God. We're saved by grace through faith, and of ourselves, it's the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. We know uh, that without faith, it's impossible to please Him. Uh, the just shall live by faith. We know that faith is vital uh, to our life in, when it comes to salvation, uh, but beyond that, uh, in living. Uh, God gives measures of faith. We ask Him for faith. Uh, and it's kind of like if you pray and ask God for patience, uh, what are you asking God to give you? Trials, right? We know that patience comes through trials and difficulties. A faith uh, that can't be tested can't be trusted. So when, God, uh, when we pray for God to increase our faith, often that comes with uh, challenges comes with uh, difficulties uh, in our life, uh, it, uh, or uh, God gives us opportunities where we have to exercise faith. Uh, because it's impossible to uh, to please God without faith, uh, one of the things we do uh, as a church is faith promise missions. Uh, it's an opportunity for you to trust God by faith to exercise it uh, and trusting that God will provide. 
the means necessary for all of that uh, because we need to increase it. And we try to do that each and every year. Uh, it's been kind of static uh, and kind of, uh, you know, tapered off over the past couple. Uh, but our goal is to increase faith. But you just can't do it on your, by yourself. Uh, you can't just wish it to be so. Uh, you can't just, um, uh, you know, even read a couple of verses and necessarily find a way to increase that. God has to do it. We pray, and then God gives that to us. Is everybody with me? Say amen. So we're, uh, the disciples said, we want more faith. Please increase our faith. Uh, we know the man uh, that we read about this morning uh, with his son. He says, I believe. Help thou my unbelief. Uh, we know uh, elsewhere uh, in Scripture this same principle uh, is borne out uh, time and time again. So the apostles said, Lord, increase uh, our faith. So what I want to do tonight uh, is just kind of give you a bunch of Bible verses uh, and some thoughts about faith. Uh, and when we have um, uh, disappointment, it could be fear, anxiety, uh, discouragement, bad news, uh, it could be job-related, whatever it is in our life that causes us to question the truth of God's Word uh, or whether God is there. For example, uh, he says he'll never leave us nor forsake us. If you believe that, say amen. That's a promise of God. He said, lo, I'll be with you all way, uh, even unto the end of the earth. So we know that Jesus is everywhere. Uh, he, is, he is present. Uh, uh, there's no place that you can go that the eyes of the Lord uh, are not upon you. We know that because we believe the book. But how many would be honest tonight and would say there are times in your life uh, where, where you don't feel that God is present? Um, I would admit that. Uh, David, for example, would be one where he's many times in the Psalms, he's like, God, where are you? Uh, and he knew he was there. He had faith. He was a man after God's uh, own heart. He loved the Lord. Uh, but in moments of distress, uh, we might feel like God is not there. And we, we beg for his presence. We know intellectually. Uh, we, know, we know biblically uh, that he is present. But we feel. One of the reasons why we always have to check our feelings uh, with facts uh, when we feel a certain way and, it's not li- and the facts don't line up, then we really shouldn't feel that way. Uh, one way I illustrate that is if you think somebody said something bad about you and you're mad at them, uh, and then you find out that they in fact did not say that, you don't have a right to be mad anymore. Amen. All right? But um, some people still, they're like, well, still, <laughs> I'm still mad, uh, uh, even, even still, because we, we tend to just go with our feelings uh, instead of facts. So here are some scriptures, and I'll, have, I'll give several of them to you so you can go ahead. I get accused of going too fast sometimes. And so uh, turn to Luke chapter number 8, Psalm 30. Uh, and, uh, and if you can take three of them at a time, 2 Corinthians 12. So Luke 8, Psalm 30. In 2 Corinthians 12, bookmarks, uh, we've been giving you a bookmark every year for the last 17 years, so you should have plenty of them uh, in your Bibles to handle uh, what uh, we're going to do uh, tonight. And uh, so in Luke chapter number 8, uh, in verse number 25, uh, the Bible says this, And he said unto them, Where is your faith? They being afraid wondered, saying one to another, What manner of man is this? For he commandeth even the winds and the water, and they obey him. We know from these accounts in the Gospels about Jesus calming the, the storms and uh, the seas, and we make uh, you know uh, analogy to the storms of life and 
difficult things that we go through. And again, having uh, uh, been recently to uh, the Sea of Galilee makes it a little bit uh, more alive. In fact, even when it said uh, it's better uh, for him that a millstone uh, were hanged about his neck, we got to see what those millstones were. Uh, and they're big. Uh, and if you got one of those hanging around your neck, you're going straight to the bottom and never coming back. Uh, and uh, so uh, these, these items and things that God mentions in Scripture, uh, some of them, even the things, not just the places, uh, mean a little bit more having, having seen them. Uh, but uh, he, he marveled at their lack of faith. Remember, the disciples were present for almost all the miracles. Uh, and uh, sometimes, like this morning, uh, it was James and Peter and John that were on uh, Mount Hermon uh, with Jesus for the transfiguration. Not all the disciples uh, got to see that. But uh, Peter was privy to a lot of stuff, and, uh, and didn't Peter kind of blow it? Uh, so one of the men who we know was present at almost everything and at, the, at, uh, at the Jesus's uh, side, uh, in fact, after they left the, the Mount of Transfiguration, after uh, the, the dumb uh, man was healed, and the Bible says that they made their way to Capernaum, from Mount Hermon to Capernaum, it's about 45 kilometers, and so we know uh, it took them at least uh, a day uh, or two, probably two days to make that, and when they got inside the house in Capernaum, which was probably Peter's mother-in-law's house, uh, they, Jesus says, hey, what are you guys talking about? Uh, and they were talking about who was going to be the greatest. Uh, and uh, our human nature, the disciples, um, and uh, everybody except Jesus himself. He was, he was a man, uh, and uh, he was tempted in all manners as we are, yet without sin. Uh, but there isn't a one of us. There's not a human being that's ever, uh, that, you know, every human being that's ever lived uh, has to struggle with uh, their sin nature and, uh, and feelings and things that go along with that. And so here's the deal. Um, if you lack faith uh, at times in your life, uh, you're in good company. Uh, because even the disciples who witnessed every single miracle firsthand that God had done uh, while he walked this earth, uh, the, the firsthand, uh, they, uh, the, you know, their faith waned at times. Uh, and so part of, and maybe I didn't communicate it well enough this morning, beat myself up over, um, over uh, a uh, lack of faith in, in certain areas. Uh, I, I, my message was, or the point was, I'm going to try not to do that uh, near as much as I, as I have been. Uh, so same thing with you. Uh, we're in good company. Uh, when he says, where's your faith to disciples? And we all know uh, is even as difficult uh, as uh, uh, some of them uh, were to the Lord uh, and uh, as uh, prideful or uh, hungry for uh, glory and honor at times, uh, human beings, uh, they were still people uh, who lacked faith. Psalm 30, verse number five says this, for his anger, uh, speaking of God's anger, endureth for a moment uh, in his favor as life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Um, when you are in the middle of a difficult circumstance uh, and uh, you're praying, uh, it is a blessing to know that in the middle of those things, in grief or uh, our, you know, uh, f- when our faith feels feeble, 
even in times of deep sorrow, uh, we can have hope. Uh, God is with us even when everything seems to be falling apart. Uh, He's not bound by time nor circumstances. Uh, And so uh, when you weep, uh, you can take heart uh, that the morning is coming. Uh, I love, there's several gospel songs that I'm thinking of right now about joy coming in the morning. Uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful for the promise uh, that God gives us. Uh, weeping endures for the night, uh, but God renews and gives us joy, and we know that. And even, you know, um, if you can think of times, perhaps, let's say someone in your family, somebody you love, passed away, uh, and uh, in just the, uh, you know, the deep uh, weeping that you do, it's like your eyes are burning, it's like you can't you can't cry anymore. You're just, you're tired uh, and, uh, because you've, you've cried and you've wept so much. Uh, and then you, then you sleep. Uh, and uh, in the morning, um, things seem to be a little bit better. I know that time uh, heals and uh, in all the cliches, uh, but there's a promise that God gives us that he'll give us joy. Uh, we want it now. Uh, we, w- we don't want to feel the way that we feel. Uh, but, uh, but we have to trust the Lord, and that's where the increased faith is coming. We, this verse is in the Bible. We know it so. We know that God uh, is going to give his mercy and grace, uh, but, uh, but uh, we want it when we want it. 2 Corinthians chapter number 12, verse number 9. We're just given verses tonight uh, that help us dealing with faith, and when faith seems to wane or wavering, we're supposed to believe and have faith that's unwavering. Uh, that's the goal. Uh, but we know that because we're human beings, uh, we are going to struggle with that from time to time. So God gives us verses like 2 Corinthians 12, verse number 9. He said unto me, uh, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Now, not only is this a great Bible verse that deals with God's grace and, uh, and, uh, and something that we can trust in and have faith in, uh, but it really deals with uh, a way that we can have a different mindset uh, about difficulties. Uh, we know that His grace, and by the way, this is not a proof text uh, when, when he's, Paul's praying that God, that God would remove a thorn in, in the flesh that he had. Uh, it wasn't a, the thorn in the flesh, not a sin, uh, and uh, because uh, God's never going to allow for you to just, re- just have sin in your life uh, that's unconfessed or whatever and His grace being sufficient. The grace of God in forgiveness and all that being what it is, but His thorn was probably something with His eyesight or other things that people would think. But most gladly, therefore, were I rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So what if, what if we changed our mindset uh, from being... Um, discouraged about our weaknesses uh, to uh, embracing them and rejoicing in the fact that Christ's power will rest upon us and help us through. We know that when we're weak, uh, you know, there's strength in that, uh, but we don't like it. Um, well, I can, I, I said I'm not going to personalize uh, too much the message tonight is to stay on task and not cry my way through uh, this. But um, the Lord through the past, you know, Israel, being in Israel and uh, in just the emotional sides of, of being there and seeing things and uh, touching, you know, uh, things that were there and, and, and God making those things real. Those are emotional things. Uh, but then, you know, the events of the last couple of weeks, 
uh, is, uh, is been straining. Uh, and, uh, but here's the, here's the thing. I know that, um, you, uh, I know because it's happened before in my life where, where there is uh, those emotionally trying times uh, that God gets me through them and that I learn from them and I grow from them and that I'm stronger because of them. Um, but I don't want them. We, we, we uh, as, as human beings, we avoid pain. Uh, we do all the things we can uh, to be comfortable in life. We don't, we don't, wa- we don't want the discomfort. So, so I know that God takes things and, uh, and uh, the tribulations and difficulties and all the stuff, and he turns them into a more exceeding weight uh, in glory. In fact, I had to, to um, explain that uh, to um, uh, my mom in a way uh, in, as we uh, were together these past couple weeks because uh, she had heard somebody say something along those lines. Uh, and, uh, and so I said, this is what that means. It means that when we go through things uh, now as a Christian, uh, that God's doing a work in us and, uh, and it's helping us. It's not hurting. He's not doing it to us. He's doing it for us. Uh, the things that we, we, we would say about that. So I think changing our mindset about our weaknesses uh, is a key uh, to, uh, to learning uh, what God has uh, for us to learn uh, in the middle of whatever it is uh, God is teaching us. Uh, let's go to John chapter number 14. Uh, also Isaiah 41, John 14, Isaiah 41. Then 2 Timothy chapter number 2. Uh, if, uh, if three uh, of those verses will not get you out too far. John chapter number 14. Uh, and I love John chapter number 14, if, and this is really the Lord's prayer. He's praying uh, here and praying for us, and, uh, and I'm thankful for all the promises that he gives us uh, in that passage of Scripture. Uh, and, uh, and he says this in verse 27, though. He says, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Um, in fact, there's elsewhere, I was reading uh, in another passage uh, to where Jesus was saying, uh, fear not, uh, believe only. Uh, and, uh, and we know that God doesn't give us a spirit of fear. And so many times, in fact, um, it's not just even fear. He, he told uh, the lady at Nain when she was grieving over her son to, uh, to weep no more uh, because God had a plan uh, to, to raise uh, her son from uh, the dead. Uh, but, he, but God gives us a peace. We sing it's a peace that the world doesn't give. It's a peace that it cannot take away. Uh, and uh, it's not a peace that the world gives. And the peace, in fact, that the world is looking for uh, in many ways uh, is not this kind of peace. Uh, let me say this too. You can't, um, you can't usually have peace that the world wants without war. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but the peace that God is talking about is a peace that we have uh, with God in salvation and also the peace of God, which we'll reference in another verse or passage here in just a minute. Uh, but God's promises, are, they, they're supposed to give us peace. Uh, and, uh, and His supply of peace is limitless. And He says, don't be disheartened. He says, don't be uh, afraid. Uh, so with uh, difficulties, uh, with, uh, with struggles, uh, no matter what they are. Uh, and and let, me say, let me say this, I, you know, um, when I was, when we're watching Libby and, and going through, you know, uh, you know, the breathing stuff and, uh, and just all that kind of stuff, I don't want her to be on that stuff. 
uh, that's just a that's just a natural uh, a natural reaction, you know. So uh, it's it's something that's new uh, to us uh, as a family, uh, and uh, it's not that I mean many of you have gone through similar uh, similar things, uh, and uh, but uh, it's just it's new, uh, it's new for us, uh, and uh, and so it's it's not pleasant to see not just her. Uh, but the people around her uh, and uh, that struggle seeing that uh, as well. And so, so I know uh, that God gives peace, uh, and, uh, and, but we have to wait. Uh, we, have to, we have to trust. Uh, we, he'll give his beloved uh, rest. And, uh, and, and so my restlessness uh, over, let's say, this last week, uh, having been there and sitting up uh, in the evenings and stuff, had uh, less to do. Uh, with um, with Livy's uh, circumstance because she was she was good, uh, you know everything was great and and everything's going the way that it's supposed to be going, uh, and uh, my restlessness was more along uh, the facts of dealing with it uh, in my own heart in my own mind and being there uh, I guess in that environment and not just with her but with all the other uh, people and stuff that were there and in much uh, worse circumstances. Uh, and uh, so, um, uh, as a believer, um, in the middle of those circumstances, the expectation that we have on ourselves, which I think is a fair expectation, is that we should, we should fare better in those moments than somebody that, does, that d- they don't know Jesus. Uh, because we have the promises of God. Uh, and uh, in, in, in fact, um, because I let people know uh, when I'm there, hey, you know, if anybody needs anybody, uh, I'm a pastor and et cetera. Uh, there's a part of that's kind of like, you know, um, you gotta, you got to be strong or you got to, uh, even when you're not, you got to act like you are. Uh, and uh, in, uh, in all the ways that we deal with those things, uh, but God promises us to, to, uh, that he's going to give us peace. Uh, so let not your heart be troubled. So however, whatever that means for you, a troubled heart, um, stick to your stomach, uh, the, you know, a lack of sleep, uh, a, a, the stress that comes with whatever it is uh, that's stressing you out, uh, God tells us to not be troubled. So when we're troubled, what are we supposed to do? Uh, we're supposed to ask God to increase our faith. Help me, God, trust your word uh, and, uh, and to know that you have a peace and that you do uh, have uh, a, a grace uh, and that you are going to give me joy uh, that comes in the morning. Uh, I know that's true, uh, but God, help, help I, I believe, but help thou uh, my unbelief. Isaiah 41 and verse number 10 says this. This is one of my favorite ones. It says, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. So here's what God's promised us. He's promised us strength and help to uphold us, uh, and, uh, and, and God always keeps his promises. God's never made a promise that he, that he didn't keep. Uh, we break our promises uh, that we make to each other. Or, uh, uh, by the way, you make promises even when you don't know you're making promises. When you say you're going to do something, uh, you have made a promise. When you tell the, the bank you're going to pay your payment on the first of every month, uh, you've made a promise to them uh, that you need to keep. Uh, if you say to your kids, uh, we're going to go to the park tomorrow, uh, that's a promise. Uh, and you need to keep it. 
And when you break them and you break them and break them, you become a person uh, who is known uh, as someone who uh, doesn't keep their promises and, and we don't want that. Uh, but God, God is never in danger of that. Uh, and, uh, and so he says, don't be dismayed. Uh, and uh, I am thy God, and, uh, and I'm going to strengthen you, uh, and, uh, and I'm going to help you, uh, and I'm going to uphold you by the right hand of my righteousness. Uh, and I've been promised uh, help by people. You've been promised help by people in the past and will in the future, uh, and maybe that help uh, doesn't come through. Uh, but the help that God promises will always come through uh, because he keeps his promises. Second Timothy chapter number two, these are just all verses that talk about situations and circumstances where someone's faith uh, might be tested, uh, where someone's faith may be questioned. They might doubt, uh, is God really going to do uh, what he says he's going to do? Uh, even when we know that he's come through time and time before, when we find ourselves in the same situation that we've been in in the past, uh, we all tend to, because of our human nature, to doubt. Uh, and so he gives us things like this in 2 Timothy 2, verse 13. If we believe not, yet he abideth faithful, he cannot deny himself. So what that means is, even if you don't believe um, what the Word of God says, or, the, or even believe that God uh, will do uh, what he promises that he will do, um, it doesn't change anything. Uh, if we believe not, he abides faithful. He's going to be faithful to his word, whether or not you believe he's going to be. Uh, nothing changes about the character and the nature of God. Um, and, uh, so, and, and what's important to note about that uh, is, um, well, it's illustrated by the account from this morning. Even though the man um, had faith that Jesus could do it, uh, he says, I believe, help thou my unbelief. Uh, God still honored. His faith wasn't where it needed to be, but Jesus still came through. And, uh, and that's happened in your life a million times. Uh, where you know He's going to supply your needs. Uh, and uh, yet you look at your bank account and wonder how He's going to do it. Uh, and, uh, and you pray. Uh, and, uh, but we pray like this. God, you said, so please do it. Uh, and we try to remind God uh, of the promises that he has made like he's forgot. Uh, but all of it is an exercise in our, in our own life uh, to reinforce what the Word of God says and to convince ourselves that God is going to come through uh, with what he said he's going to do. Uh, but when we waver, uh, God, God's still faithful. Uh, and he blesses us um, despite us. Uh, he comes through um, every single time, maybe not when we want it to happen, Maybe things aren't exactly the way that you want them to be, uh, but God is good. It's like they said, though he slay me, yet will I trust in him. Uh, God can deliver us, but if he doesn't, still going to love him, still going to believe him. Uh, you can ask God for everything under the sun, uh, and maybe one of the greatest things that God gives you uh, is not giving you what you ask for. Uh, because he knows us and knows what we need. Uh, so even when our faith wavers, he abides faithfully. Uh, Matthew 11 uh, verse 28 through 30, this is one of my favorite, I've got a lot of favorites, I guess, uh, in, uh, in the Bible. But when it comes to uh, the uh, living a life, an exchange life, I preach this so many times. Uh, he says this in verse 28 and 30 of chapter number 11. Come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. 
Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest under your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I teach from this passage that we're to live an exchange life. We, uh, we give our, cast our cares upon him and we take on his yoke. He gives us peace with God uh, in salvation, but there's a, a, a rest that we have, but there's a rest that we can find when we, when we make this exchange. Uh, when we take uh, and give our life both as a, a crucified life or a cross-bearing life to the Lord, uh, but beyond that, taking the burdens uh, and we give them to him, cast upon him because he cares for us. And then we take on his yoke, which means we get in the yoke with him and we serve him. We give him our stuff and we take on his yoke. And he says that that, that burden is, uh, is light, that yoke is easy. And this is the best trade ever uh, in your life. Uh, what God is saying is that he'll give you peace. You can give your burdens to him. Uh, but what we want to do is we want to give, we want God to take all of our burdens, but, but we don't want any responsibility uh, in the yoke. Uh, we, how many times have you promised God, God, if you do this for me, I'm going to do ABC. If you get me out of this situation, I'm going to go to church every Sunday. Uh, I'm going to read my Bible. I'm going to pray. I'm going to be a better Christian. God, if you just help me through uh, this circumstance. Um, you've all prayed that dozens of times in your life, and then, and then you, you, and you still don't give God what you told him you're going to give him. Uh, and, uh, and then when we find ourselves in the same situation, we're like, oh, I'm sorry, God. Uh, you know, I, I know I was supposed to be better, and I wasn't. This time, I really mean it. Uh, and, uh, and then, we, then we do it again. And, and God doesn't go, oh, they did it again. Uh, like it surprises him in some way because he, he knows when you're praying, God, I'm going to be better, he knows you're not going to be better because he knows your thoughts. And, uh, and uh, maybe out of this message, just, just please understand uh, that you, can, you can't um, trick God. Uh, with your prayers, and, and, uh, and he, he knows exactly uh, what you're going to do and how you're going to do it. So we're to live an exchange life. Uh, when our faith, uh, we're burdened in some way, uh, we give that burden to the Lord. And it's not just God here, you know, you know take my stuff uh, and, and, and help me with it. Um, it's, it's, it's going and doing. Uh, you know, I, Oprah Winfrey years ago with a random acts of kindness thing, whatever, uh, would, uh, you know, telling people just go do something for somebody to help you feel better. Um, she it seems to know more about uh, that scriptural principle than a lot of saved people. So, so go and do something for somebody else and you'll feel better uh, about yourself. Uh, and, uh, and God says uh, in a way, uh, in his way, it's taking... He'll take, he'll take your burdens if you take his. And you serve and you do and you try to lead people to Christ. 1 John 5, uh, trying to hurry along, Hebrews 11. 1 John 5, Hebrews 11. Uh, i got like seven or eight more of them. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, make it through. So far, so good. Haven't cried at all. Uh, and uh, so we're, we're making it. Uh, 1 John 5 and verse number 14. The Bible says this. This is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. And if we know that he hear us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we, may, we have the petitions that we desired of him. Um, there's, in, in life, there's not a whole lot of things that we can be confident in. Uh, and uh, because 
uh, of of sin, the sin nature, and and uh, you, you can't you can't have confidence in yourself. Your heart's deceitful and uh, and it's, it's wicked. Uh, you are your own worst enemy. You can't have confidence in your circumstances because your circumstances can change. I mean, uh, you know, it's just uh, one day you can have, the next day you can have not. Uh, one day you can be healthy, and the next day it's gone. Uh, and we can't have confidence in the flesh, and God warns us that uh, in our circumstances. Or any, you can't have confidence in the world. Uh, we're not supposed to trust in uncertain riches, and, uh, and God gives us a lot of wisdom in the Bible concerning uh, those things. Uh, but one thing that we can be confident about is that the Lord hears us uh, when we pray. This is the confidence that we have in Him, uh, that when we ask anything according to His will, uh, our problem is, is we, don't like to, we don't pray according to His will. Our prayers often aren't spirit-led. Uh, our prayers are often, uh, we ask amiss, and we, we ask for things to consume it uh, upon our own lusts, and, and, uh, and we've got to be careful. Um, and even praying in ways that, uh, that we know God will answer. Uh, and uh, in praying uh, in His will. We can be confident that the Lord hears us. The Bible says in Hebrews 11, verse number 1, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things uh, not seen. We're to live by faith, uh, not by sight. Faith intercedes when, uh, when sight fails, when we don't know uh, what God is going to do. Uh, we have to lean on Him, and we, and we, need, uh, we need that faith, and we have to ask God, uh, to increase that. Think about our bodies for a moment and how the scriptures say that we are marvelously made. Um, our bodies are miraculous things. And, and we know that uh, the body can heal itself. Um, well, we, uh, we, we don't know. Scriptures talk about how uh, a, a child is uh, formed in the, the womb and all the things that God uh, does. And uh, in, in, in it, God, God is, um, um, he creates, uh, he sustains, uh, he has a plan. Uh, he, he knew uh, when I was made that I was going to be four feet tall and my hair going to fall out uh, and everything else. He, he, he makes no mistakes. Um, and we know that. Uh, but, uh, but we have to ask God to, to increase our faith. Uh, so we live by faith, supposed to, by faith and not by sight. Uh, our sight oftentimes leads us uh, in ways that do not build and grow our faith. Lamentations chapter number 3, 2 uh, Thessalonians chapter number 3. Uh, Lamentations, right uh, there in the Old Testament, after Jeremiah. And, uh, and he says this, and, and this is another one uh, about promise of the morning, the faithfulness of God. Uh, in Lamentations 3, verses 22 and 23, the Bible says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. Because his compassions fail not, they are new every morning, and great is thy faithfulness. Uh, so the Lord's supply of mercy uh, and grace never depletes. He gives us new mercies each day. And I believe those mercies each day are perfectly tailored uh, for that day's burdens and that day's needs. When you wake up in the morning, uh, and, uh, and if you talk to the Lord, which you should, uh, and uh, that God, um, you've got your day planned, you know what you're going to do. Uh, and uh, you're going to go to work, you're going to do whatever, uh, but your loving Savior uh, has, uh, has some mercies that are perfectly tailored for you that are renewed every morning, and God is so faithful, and we sing it, Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father. Second Thessalonians 3, verse 3 says, But the Lord is faithful, uh, 
who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Uh, the Lord protects his children. Uh, he shields us. He provides for us a refuge, even when our faith isn't what it's supposed to be. Um, he's always there. He's our buckler. He's our shield. Uh, we could read a, a hundred verses out of, the, out of Psalms uh, that would testify of that fact. We know, uh, I like when it says he sets us in a, in a high place uh, and uh, puts us up out of reach. Uh, that, uh, that he's helping us in that way and thankful for all the promises that God. And uh, so I know that he's going to be there and that he's faithful and he's going to establish me uh, and he's going to keep me. I believe that because he says it uh, and, and what he says is true. But there are times when you just, you're just not feeling it. Uh, you're, you, you're, it's, it's just not, uh, it, 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 something's just off. Uh, and, uh, and, by, and it's always us, it's never God. Uh, and, and, but when, it's, when, you, when you're feeling like it's off, you ever have those days like it just feels like everything's wrong? You want to pull the covers up over your head? Go back to sleep? Uh, some, a lot of times for me, it's like when it first, we first get the rainy season. Uh, and uh, and, and that's, it's just like, and just hearing uh, that this kind of weather depresses people depresses me. Uh, and uh, it's, it's like, you know, it's coming. Uh, and, but, when, when thing, but when things, are, you, they feel like they're off, what do you do? You remind yourself that they're really not. You just, I feel this way, but it's not off. Uh, everything uh, is okay. Uh, but uh, God shields us and he promises us. Hebrews 10, 23 says this. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Uh, maybe what we need to do is just trust his promises more uh, and not our own strengths, not our own abilities uh, and to hold the profession of our faith without wavering. But we do. But, but God uh, is for he is faithful who promised. It's his faithfulness. It's God's power. Uh, it's not it's not us. Uh, it's what he does. Uh, and so God, help me to believe that. Um, I believe it, but help me to believe it more. Help me to trust it more. Uh, help Help what I believe drive my behaviors. Um, I'm sad, uh, but I shouldn't be sad because, uh, because y- y- this is what you're doing. Uh, I'm scared, uh, and, uh, and I know I'm not supposed to be, uh, but God, help me to believe that and increase my faith. Uh, and we ask God for it, and He gives it to us. The Bible says in Romans 3, verse 3, uh, For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief make the faith of God without effect? Um, it, our, our lack of belief uh, does not mess up uh, the gift of God's faithfulness in our life. His character is constant. Um, God can't be anything but faithful because that's who he is. And uh, so does somebody's unbelief uh, make the faith of God without effect? The answer is no. Um, you know, I, I'll tell somebody, you know, about the Lord in witnessing, and they'll say something dumb like, "Well, that's your truth," uh, and uh, or "That's your way. That's not that's not my way." Uh, but uh, and and I, I just I, I want to say it doesn't matter what you think or you. It doesn't change the truth. The truth is truth. Heaven is real whether you believe it to be or not. Hell is real whether you believe it to be or not. And this is what God. Well, I don't believe that. That's the problem. But the fact that you don't believe it doesn't mean it's not so. Uh, and, uh, and it, it, but, but again, faith is given to us by God. And, and we do our best to try to be witnesses and, and to, 
and, and to tell people the truth. But uh, if God's not in it, uh, you know, there's nothing we can do to convince people. But it's still frustrating uh, when people make those statements. Uh, and uh, so, um, God, uh, <clears throat> we can't change the fact uh, that God is faithful. He will always be faithful. And everything that God does uh, is righteous and just. Uh, and uh, everything that he allows and ordains in our life, he does uh, for a purpose. Uh, and, uh, and he, in, in every one of us, uh, would say we believe that uh, to be true because we know it from the word of God. Uh, but the point of all the, what I've said today is just simply this. Um, you can believe it, but still have unbelief present. Uh, and that's manifested by the way that we behave that's not consistent with what we believe. Uh, and uh, we, we know that we're, we're not supposed to despair, but to trust in God. Um, yet we find ourselves in the midst of despair. So what do you do? You beat yourself up uh, and just, you know, I'm a sorry Christian. And then you don't, you don't witness to the, to the guy with the Matthew 17, 20. You don't try to encourage because you feel like you can't. Uh, because, because you have feelings that are present in your life that are not consistent. Uh, my challenge is to you to just obey the Spirit uh, and to do what's right uh, and, uh, and to realize that uh, when you have faith that isn't where it needs to be, uh, that you're in good company uh, with so many people in the Bible. And uh, faith is there. It's present. You know you believe that. You know you can quote the verse but you just have to ask God to give you more trust in it. Uh, and, uh, and the more trust you have in it and the more your faith increase in that, um, the, the easier uh, that it is for us to endure hardness uh, or to take bad news uh, or to, to deal with circumstances in our life that are unpleasant, whatever it is. Um, we know that God in his word gives us everything we need uh, for this life. Uh, and, uh, and we believe that, but we just need to behave it uh, and to trust in it and ask God to increase it more and more, and I hope that you do. Let's all stand tonight uh, with our heads bowed and our eyes closed. And um, 